Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Number 56. 56. Can you believe it? A a deck of cards. It's incredible. It's... What? Announcement already? Wow. Always at the beginning. I think he just wants to get this over with and go home. (laughs) Hope there's no more announcements tonight. Who knows? Well, our announcement is we are now over 2,700 total listens. Wow. So I think uh, Mr. Scientist Rob last week uh, pushed the numbers oh, that, up, so that's great. That was a, speaking speaking. Of, that was a lot of a uh, there was a lot of good feedback from that, wasn't there? Lots of feedback. Uh, some of the feedback I got, and here's how I processed it. First, neighbor Jeff came on uh-huh. a few episodes back, right? And now he kind of wants to branch out and start another podcast or join us or okay. whatever. Well, now there's a groundswell of popularity for Kelly. Okay. Due to her acting in our commercials. Really? I get all these comments. More Kelly. We want to hear more of Kelly on the commercials. <laughs> Give me more Kelly. And that's what I say in and we, life. We would exactly who who wants who doesn't want more Kelly? We all want some more Kelly in our life. But we were just actually to that point, we were just talking about off offline about 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 some more some more ideas and stuff like that. And uh what did I say about Kelly? She's I when I was thinking it through, she's she's part of the plan. More Kelly's coming. And also, lots of love for Lebanon Baloney on the Facebook oh, machine. Yes, they love that. So Rob DeMio Sweet. and I, we love it. A lot of other people do. Maybe we should just have a separate Lebanon Baloney podcast. Yeah, I don't need to be on that one. But speaking of, uh, of the feedback, there is a lot of buzz about at NIST about uh, our, where we work about the, about the podcast. My, uh, my OU director, Eric Lynn has been talking about it. He's, he's, he's become oh, an avid. Yeah, Eric. He's become an avid. So he, he's played, he's played softball with um, Polymers, remember? Back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. He ran a team. Yes. Anyway, so here's what here's my throw out to you, Eric. I mean, we will, you know, if you have any hidden talents that we don't know about, if it talks to me offline, maybe we'll get you an interview on you. But just doing the OU, OU director might not. We need some some kind of a buzz to get you on, on the air. But speaking of that, I did I did get some feedback from somebody at NIST about about the um, about having Rob on. This is kind of I'm paraphrasing a quote here, but you know I always do it anyway. But here was the quote: Being able to talk about poop, and then five minutes later talking to an OU director, it was epic. uh, And you know what? That is right in our wheelhouse. Exactly. (laughs) We can talk about anything. Just throw it out there. We can talk about poop. We can talk about uh, nuclear reactors. Exactly. We can talk about Lebanon baloney. We're all over them. We're we're very diverse in our thoughts. And also, for all you listeners out there, Neil and Scott sing the hits almost sold out. Really? So get your hard copy now. We're looking into digital platforms for volume two. And there will be a volume two. There will be a volume two. Oh, I'm very excited about that. I I mean, Scruffy hasn't talked to me about this yet. Is that, I mean, I haven't heard about that, but okay. Well, I I took a lunch with Scruffy and we we chatted. So, (laughs) all right, very good. Well, speaking of of music, uh, do you have any more feedback? Well, I was going to say there's no drugs or alcohol involved in the infomercials. Just throwing that out exactly. there. Okay. Right. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Speaking what of music, uh, we you know we kind of skipped over. This is number fifty six of um, episode oh, fifty six in, 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 in right, the album yeah. in the hundred twelve. Scott, I got some good news for you. It's oh, a, uh, yes. It's hundred and twelve, and we're at the a little bit over the halfway point. 
Okay. Oh, and if you remember, yes. we, we we talked about one twelve last week, so we're only with one eleven. But anyway, this week's uh episode, this this week's uh artist is this, I'm very excited about it. It's um David Byrne's 2018 release from American Utopia. So, David Byrne. David from Byrne from the Talking Talking Heads. Heads. Born in Baltimore, Maryland. That's correct? very good. Good uh good 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 fact there. Now this album became like he had a tour, and now it's a Broadway musical. I don't I don't know if you knew that, Scott. So it's been on Broadway. I probably before I do the now quarantine. And uh, anyway, I got to see him on tour. Lisa and I went. Uh, we went with our f- uh, former bomber and OCBC member, uh, Tori Lipa. Tori Lipa. Lipa. I went to see him, and it's really the thing about the shredder himself. Think about the- you hear his hot licks at the beginning <laughs> and end of every episode. <laughs> exactly. Um, but anything. Think about uh, about about David Byrne. It's really performance art. It's really it's it's it was unbelievable. Great show. Go. I'm sure you could find Google that Broadway Broadway show out there. I'm sure you could find it on YouTube somewhere. But I have an announcement, though, Scott. An announcement. An announcement. Yes, I do. Oh, I thought that guy left. I know. I, I I told him to hang out for one more thing. Oh, okay. Is he done yet? Did you did you take a lunch with him and work this out? <laughs> Not, no, no, no. That's what you do behind my back. Yeah. Well, oh, I won't forget that. Anyway, um, <laughs> the my uh, announcement is I'm going to make it. I'm talking about talk. I'm going to put the Talking Heads in my Mount Rushmore of music. That's right. I've never talked about my Mount Rushmore of music, but I'm going to... That sounds like a whole separate podcast. I know, but I'm just going to like tease him out. I'm going to just... We could talk about that in the future, but but, but David Byrne, which is a little bit... Talking Heads, David Byrne, which is a little unusual because, you know, up until mm. that time, you might ask why. Why, Neil? <laughs> Thank you. Because uh, the Talking Heads and it just opened my whole world up to different types of music. Up until that point, I was really kind of uh, really just into like classic rock and, the, and or pop music, oldies or... Standards and you that, tor- tormented your sister with the Talking Heads. Well, I did that. Yes, I did. Linda loves the Talking Heads. Also, yes. actually, Deborah, Linda. Deborah really tur- turned me out to the Talking Heads as well. But uh, in the beginning as well. And anyway, it opened my world up, and it was really just kind of a new wave punk, all different types of stuff. And everything he's done has been everything they've done has been great. But they are short lived, though. They've only been around from seventy seven to ninety. Yes, Scott. So it was a uh, different genre of music Very that you nice. were opened up to. That's correct. Correct. All right, so that so that and, and you you do realize on the Mount Rushmore of anything, there's only four. I understand. Okay. Oh well, then I'm fascinated. I can't wait I for have, Neil's Mount Rushmore of music. I I, I have the rules. Should we have <laughs> battling Mount Rushmores of music? Because I think they would be very different. Um, you think? <laughs> <laughs> sure, we could do that. But get, and then we could do we could do the Mount Rushmore of balonies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Mount Rushmore of ice creams. Yeah, sure. I love I, lo- I love that concept. By the way, I brought it up last week with Rob, if you remember. But anyway, getting back to the Talking Heads, because oh, I really didn't pay attention last week. I'm sorry. <laughs> One of the things- oh, you're still talking about the Talking yeah. Heads. Well, if you really want to go out and the audience, I'm talking to the audience, the broad audience now, not not only you, Scott. If you want to go out and l- l- see like the Talking Heads in their prime, there's a movie called Stop Making Sense, uh, directed by directed by, John- by Martin Scorsese. No, no, eh. they, um, um, oh, uh, Jonathan Demme. Very good. That's a real clap. Yeah, of of um of Silence thank of the Lambs. Thank fame. you very much. Yes. Anyway, great movie, great. Vi- oh, it's just unbelievable. You really want to get a sense of what's going on there. But um, it's a funny story. About- have, you, have you have you seen the uh, live video performances of OCBC by Shaggy's Pool? I think it rivals 
that documentary. I just saying. I I do think so. But you know, f- funny story about this movie here. Back in 1984, I guess before we were married, we uh, all of our friends, were, all our girlfriends, were going to go down go down to the city to see the um, the premiere of this movie, right? So before you and Lisa were married, that, not before you and I were married. Did I yes, say you and go I? Go ahead. No, you just said before we were married. Oh. And that kind of implied to me that we did in 84, but I was still in high See, school. But, but here's the thing. You're, you speak Neil speaks, so you get that. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we went that we went to the city on a, on, a, whatever, on a Friday night and it was the wrong weekend. <laughs> but... We we had a great time, and then we ended up get, when the DVD came out having a big party because it was a good a good remember. Hey, remember that night? Blah blah blah. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, but um, anyway, so that um, musical video thing kind of brings me into the, maybe our next topic, which was quarantine. We are still in the quarantine. Yes, yes. we are. Because I saw two unbelievable. Well, I would say not unbelievable. One unbelievable musical visual musical experience and one was different one was I'll, I'll start with the butch walker one first which was um we talked about butch walker a couple of weeks ago yeah uh last week wasn't right it? and that was um yep. from his and he's got that new uh rock opera called american love story but now they also have a he also has a 45 minute video that is verse ver, all verses that that all the music is to, to video it is now this this I'll just say this this album is um not for the weak hearted it hits every topic that's dividing he's, America except for maybe health care. Very angry. Besides he's very he, angry. he doesn't talk about health care though. <laughs> but, but everything <laughs> yeah, else is out there. Right. And yeah. it's, it's 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 it makes you think. So go out and look at that. I think it was really interesting. The other thing, Scotty, that I want to bring up is this uh, Western Stars, which is on HBO. Okay. Which is the Bruce Springsteen um, oh, movie okay. that came out last year. And this right. was, if you remember, this I think this just started our. This was number forty-two on the list of the one twelve. I don't know if you remember that. This just in. <laughs> Neil likes something by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Story in ten minutes. Anyway, after seeing this movie, I think it really. I, 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 I retrospect, it should have been higher on the thing because it is just it blew me away. And I first of all, he put this thing. It was beautifully f- filmed, and it, and it was in his place in his barn in on his property in new jersey so and he's ripping off live from daryl's house just saying but go ahead pro- yes but it, if it, it, i agree it's beautiful a 32 piece orchestra and oh, very nice. it was unbelievably filmed and he, in between the songs and this all the whole album is, is western stars which is kind of thematic theatrical the, 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 say that word scott uh, thematic thematic thank you um okay way of um of, of like of his album of, of telling of, of american story through, through through the old west and uh brings him back to himself it is just Do, does he speak in this yes and is it as as good as his acting in i'm on fire uh probably yeah, not yeah, sure yeah. sure yeah i can uh i can even bring it around uh, to you i think it's just i i would recommend i just really seriously i'm i'm as you can tell by I'm, the way I'm i just hurt my it. voice I just hurt my voice I'm trying to do Bruce. Bruce. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my! He's goodness. an amazing. It, it's really an amazing. It's visually and musically, it just blew me away. All right, how's your quarantine going? <laughs> uh, very good because this weekend, yeah, I got some Jimmy Cone. You were able to order some Jimmy Cone and go pick it up in three uh, quart containers. So did you pick? You got three. You got three quarts. Uh, yeah. What flavors? Two were vanilla and one was chocolate. And you got a thing of Jimmy's Ooh. and a thing of uh, crushed up M&M's. 
Very nice. The Jimmy's uh, and one of the uh, vanillas was given to neighbor Jeff. Oh, that's so nice. It's you know what, I love neighborly love. I really do. But you know what? Besides the Jimmy cone, I had deviled eggs and black eyed Susans to drink. For- Preakness, uh, Preakness Saturday. Because it should have been the Preakness this Saturday. Right. I'm glad you still have your Preakness shirt right. and your Orioles hat. It made me happy to see that. I, we took a picture amongst ourselves, and I, I, I have a shirt, and I have an alf- a Preakness outfit. And people who know me, I'm sure you can believe that I have clothes that I have since I was in um, junior high school. But all the listeners have to do is uh, go back and listen to our Race to the Stalls <laughs> episode, it, like maybe number 35, where we talk about our Preakness, our Preakness. fun. But I got, Scott, I got some good news. Did you know this? October 3rd is a new Preakness date. I know. I think we ought to go. Well, I'm going to wear that shirt October 3rd. I hope, hope the weather's nice. Oh, uh, you'll be fine. All right. You, you'll, you'll have your sweater on. You always do. This, this is true. This is true. And in the quarantine, Montgomery County is, I believe, a red county. Frederick County is yellow. So things are slowly, they're opening things up. We'll see how that goes. Please stay safe. But I did read something very, I don't know, just incredible about pools. 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 Swimming pools. Now, you you have a pool in your house. Uh, Well, it's outside my house, right out back off my deck. Once again, Neil speak. (laughs) and it was opened and it's almost ready to get in it's a little chilly but i did read the cdc says there is no evidence that the virus that causes covid19 can be spread to people through the water in pools or hot tubs or water play areas the chlorine basically makes it inactive okay uh, the virus you had me until you went to the hot tubs in the middle Yeah, well, we're not getting in Randy's hot tub, okay? We're not doing that. That is just that. That's uh, that's a that's boiling water. Not good. <laughs> no, but the CDC do, does say. Please note, it says you can't get it through the water. That doesn't mean you can't get it while you're hanging out at the pool right. and someone who's infected coughs or spits or sneezes uh-huh. or does whatever. There was nothing in this article about what happens. If you find a big duty in the pool, though. <laughs> Back to the poop. <laughs> there we go. We had to get that in there. So with this whole quarantine stuff, it, I think we all that, just that need Ka- to... That's Caddyshack with the baby Ruth? Is that right? Am I? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I want to make sure I had, I make sure I had my uh, 80s comedies right. <laughs> duty! <laughs> and Bill Murray had to fish it out. And they drained the whole pool. <laughs> they drained the whole pool. That's but okay, awesome. D- during this quarantine, Neil, let's keep in mind... Yes. What Spock said in Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. Oh, right. Well, a classic. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. So keep your masks on. Keep yes. washing your hands. We're, we'll get there. Stay safe, Patience. everybody. Yes. Exactly. We'll stay safe. And listen to the po- listen, listen to the podcast. It can't be, you know, if, if, think with, when, if you're, you know, people are, I mean, I just want to say in general, I think people are a little on edge. Listen to the podcast, chill out. It helps me chill out, so it helps everybody else chill out, right? Okay, let's take a break. Yeah, we'll take a break. Uh, we're going to hear a commercial, we'll take a break, and then we're going to bring on a special guest and do an, another interview. It's going to be fascinating. You're going to enjoy I'm it. looking forward to it. Bye-bye. Have you ever been yelled at in a football stadium bathroom to trim your nose hair? Do you ever look in the mirror and see a jungle-like growth coming from your nose? Or, worse yet, has your significant other ever leaned over to yank out an unsightly nose hair 
measure it, take a picture, and then post it on Facebook? Then you need the OCB Nose Hair Trimmer. Hi, I'm Neil from the OCB Podcast. Take it from me. No one wants to see a garden growing out of your nose. That's why I use the OCB Nose Hair Trimmer. Introducing the OCB Nose Hair Trimmer. It's made in America and has a unique ergonomically shaped handle to allow you to really get deep into the nostril to cut away the thicket of hair growing from within. I really love the unisex design. So comfortable. Anyone can use it. Just call 1-800-OCB-NOSE to place your order. Hey, can this be used for manscaping? That's 1-800-OCB-NOSE now. Neil, those nose hair trimmers are great. They're flying off the shelves, aren't they? I mean, you're, you're using yours, right? Duh, hello, of course I am. Well, I haven't seen a picture of your nostril. <laughs> I'll send you one And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple. Yay, there we go. All right, Neil, another guest. We have another guest on the line. We've had a lot of guests. We've had some very esteemed guests. I hope this one lives up to us, Scotty. I was going to try to do my Gary Owens uh, intro (laughs) voice. I don't, I don't know if it'll work, but... Um, that, that's for blasting for you uh, millennials out there. We have a WVU alumni. I've known him for probably over 35 years. He's very tolerant of my shenanigans. He's Emmy-nominated, and he's my original brother-in-law. Give it up for Mr. William G. Davis. Hey, Bill, how are you doing? Welcome, Bill. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, you guys, for having me. Now, Bill, Bill and I should be getting ready for a cruise in about a month and a half. Yes. But it got canned, and Neil, you had something? Yes, uh, uh, the introduction, the Gary Owen introduction, you said you were the original brother-in-law. Is that a, uh, is there a tension in the family with this? Or what's going on? I mean, it's just, it, was, it was a very distinct title. There's no tension. It's It's just a fact. Okay. It's like I, I've just been around the longest. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like saying Kelly's my first wife. That's a fact. That's true. Now, I'm sure really, you know, I, you know, I come to speak of it. Marty, my cousin, my brother-in-law, Marty, is my original uh, brother, original brother-in-law. So I hate that. So I, I, yeah, <laughs> as being the second person, I hate him. I'm continue. <laughs> Neil and Bill, did you two meet and chat at my fiftieth birthday party a couple years ago? Yes, we did. Yes. I do remember, yes. So you, yeah. so you do know each other. Yes, yes, we do. There is I mean, some context. So we. I, wa- think, I think there was no tension between us, Bill. I think it was, it was, it was, it was a cordial conversation, <laughs> right? I think so. I don't think there were any blows or any, you know. Okay. okay. No, no fights. What are you implying, Scott? I don't know. Well, uh, Bill, for all you listeners out there, my brother-in-law, Bill, has been uh, toiling for many years. Behind the curtains, he knows how the entertainment sausage is made. He's really? worked on many TV shows and movies. I am and, fascinated. And for all you uh, cult horror movie fans out there, his first movie that I can recall, Bill, and you can correct me, was Dracula's Widow. One, one of my very first movies, yeah. Oh. 1987. Because I, 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 left, I left the show wrapped, and two days later I got married. So. Yeah. And, so I remember it. And isn't your uh, arm in in the movie like your severed arm? 
my hand is my Your severed hand. hand is in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So really? Bill, Bill's been yeah. on screen. I've been on screen also, but we we we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. this is it about was, Bill. It was covered with lasagna and uh, wow. and uh, stuck up through a fake floor. You've also worked on when our kids were little. You worked on a couple Muppet movies, Elmo and Grouchland, and Muppets in Space. You got any good yes. Muppet stories? Yeah, there, I, I have plenty of good Muppets. So the, <laughs> um, they were great to work on. The the Muppeteers are amazing. They're you know they're they're the best of the best, and so uh, so it was really great. And uh, you know Kevin Clash, who was who was the voice of Elmo, was our puppet yes. master for, for for Muppet Master, I guess, for both of the of the shows. And uh, and uh, he's he's terrific. But you know it's always great to hear Elmo swearing. <laughs> like the outtakes like oh my yeah. gosh Bill I have a question is Miss Piggy really a diva no actually you know, she's always ready she just has to take her out of the bag and shake her off and she's ready to go pretty much no no not at all and that was interesting because uh, she was in uh, she was in uh, Muppets for Space and so uh, we had Frank Oz come in and so he's oh. like you know, he's, he's the guy Right, and so you know everybody is is ba- kind of bows down to him. Uh, even the even the other guys who are you know the, the, the that have been around forever, uh, Dave Goals. But you know he is the he's always he's always been the number two guy. So and now he's the number one guy, and so you don't get him that often. But when you do, it's you know a super special day. And so he came in to do uh, all of the Miss Piggy stuff, and it, it's just a riot because they have such a great time doing it. You know, that's <laughs> awesome. And and do they party pretty hard, the Muppeteers, or are they pretty straight laced? You know, the thing is, they're really great people. Yeah, and and uh, you know they picked up a, they they did some auditions here. They picked up a couple of additional uh, Muppeteers while they were here. But you know, most of the time, if they're not if they're not working on set, th- there was a kind of a big green room for them to all hang out, and they just sit around and play music and work on characters and other stuff. You know, they're always do, kind, of, kind of working. Do they, do they go in and out of character when they're hanging out, or they there's not like a, a um? It just depends. Most of the time, they they'll stay in their voice. And so that's the weird thing because you start talking to the puppet, right? That cannot you cannot help it. And they, we, you know, at the beginning of each show, they, they talk. Everybody like, talks to the crew. They go, "It's okay. We're used to it. It's fine. It doesn't offend us. We're we do it. It happens all the time." But that's a great gig. How could you be mad at Kermit? If I played Kermit, nobody would be mad at me. It'd be great. You can't. Mad yeah. Hi ho, Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> and but see, like. For all of those characters, all those main characters like Kermit and Miss Piggy and um, uh, Oscar, all of those, uh, every time you see them on a TV show or in, uh, you know, whatever it might be, it's the same guy. Oh, wow. So, so it's really it's always, them. It's always Steve Whitmire oh, doing cool. doing the, the voice and mm-hmm. being those characters. Mm-hmm. And so the crazy days were when they were doing called like electronic press kits, you know, electronic media mm-hmm. where they do little interviews, you know, like for entertainment right. yeah, yeah. as the characters and mm. they set them up. So, so, so they're there for hour, hour and a half long segments where they're doing local news in Poughkeepsie and local news in <laughs> Chicago and local news. Right. And they're all asking them mostly pre-done questions that they're right. going to answer. But then they also get wild cards. People will answer other questions. And you could, you know, they were doing that on the side 
for hours at a time. And so, you know, poor Telly is, you know, having to be Telly and answer these questions <laughs> in character for hours. Well, it's kind of like I, Neil. I, I, I don't, Scott, I don't, think, I don't think I could do podcast character for, oh, what am I talking about? <laughs> I my podcast. You, you are. You're, you're Larry <laughs> no. David 24 no, 7, Neil. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, you've done other things. I mean, you, you also get, Scott, I know you, I mean, you've done, Mark, Wilmington is like a big hot spot for um, for production. I know you've been on other productions. Right. Um, yeah. So so I think you worked on a couple teen angst shows, yeah. uh, Dawson's Creek and yep. One Tree Hill. So yes, those. Absolutely. So as, as far as what you do, and we'll get into that a little more. Probably not the most challenging, but you know it uh, probably you know paid the bills, right? It absolutely. And when there was. <laughs> You know, nothing going on otherwise in Wilmington. I just happened to always be on the show that was going, you know. And so for your, like, 30-year-old female demographic, that would be right. That would be (laughs) their sweet spot. Yes. Oh, they're going to comment and call in now. Exactly. I didn't get it. So, I didn't get a chance to talk to my niece Katie, but she was—I think she was into that show. Oh, those d- shows, I think. yeah. So Jane, well, now that you know that they've been on Netflix, you know, oh right, right. younger people have been have been watching it too. So, so James but, uh, Vanderbeek and uh, mm-hmm. uh, was it Michelle Williams, Michelle Williams, and Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my goodness! So did you ever any, party, any, party any, with any, them? Any good, yeah, any good stories or anything we can, uh, you know, um, be careful now. Though we have a broad audience, and it's, it's going to be like it's going to be on, you know, in, on um, entertainment tonight tomorrow. So actually, I have to say, I have to say they were they were all really nice when they first oh, started. Bummer. They were they were really innocent. And, uh, uh, and and everything was fresh and new. That did change over time. But, mm. you know, the, the fan base got really, really rabid very quickly. So um, that was kind of a strange thing to see that have to take that on because, uh-huh. you know, they couldn't, you know, it got harder and harder for them just to go to the grocery store, you know, just to, Ooh, to yeah. go out for, you know. It will make it. Yeah. To, yeah. to go get you know, a Brit's donut, right? And Wilmington's always, you know, been a pretty easy town, you know, to just wander around in. There's, you yeah, know, people, like they're, they're not particularly starstruck here. You know, there's only been a couple of run-ins with, like, Vince Vaughn and uh, uh, Steve Buscemi <laughs> were together uh, downtown in a bar and got into a fight. But I think that's Vince Vaughn's way. Yeah. Right, by the way, I was in a scene with Steve Buscemi real live. In, in, in 1978, there was a fight in Valley Stream where we grew up my thing and uh, I wasn't I, my friend Dennis told me that Steve Buscemi was him and him were like you know neck and neck in a fight mm. at the village green of Valley Stream <laughs> continue oh, sorry so I have, I, have, I have some Steve Buscemi fight stories also wow but uh, no but 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 they were all, all really nice the, the the big problem was more within the cast uh, because uh, both at, at, when it started out James Vanderbeek and Josh Jackson were stayed lived together. Mm-hmm. They got an apartment together. So, uh, and then not too far into the first season, James and and uh, Katie Holmes started dating. And so, as that always goes, it doesn't end that well. And then, of course, Josh <laughs> Jackson begins dating her at some point. Michelle was a lot was younger than the than the rest of the kids at the time. So, so she was a couple of years younger. So she didn't really factor into that equation. But, uh, but so then from then on, you had kind of this weird. Uh, we both dated we both her, and now dated, neither one yeah. of us are dating her. So, and is, 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 there, is there a little like literally tension on the set when this is going on? 
Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes there is. I, you know, I, I spent so little time there to, to, to get it. You know, normally, uh, you know, we, on, on One Tree Hill, it was even worse because we had, uh, we literally had, you know, uh, couples from within the show having gotten married in the middle of the show, breaking up during the rap party and you know, <laughs> getting drunkenly up on the microphone and dissing the other one. So, uh, Neil, Neil, we, we deal with our tension uh, for the podcast. You know, we put it to the side and, and we produce, uh, you know, the podcast. Exactly. You know how that, that is. Nothing comes in front, nothing gets in front of the arts, Scotty. You know that. Well, well, let's let's uh, move on because I did mention that Bill was Emmy nominated for his art direction on Stranger Things. So what Bill does behind the scenes making the sausage, I don't know if you, if you want to talk a little bit about your art direction and uh, production design or what you do, just a little yeah, bit. I can. Um, yeah. What, what that is, is is my position is typically responsible for everything you see on screen that's not an actor. So all the environments, all that's the sets, <laughs> all, the, you know, all of that is, is, is under my purview. And so I'm part of picking locations to work on, designing sets that need to be built, designing props and things like that. In the art department, you deal with every other department. So you're constantly working with the, the grip and electric uh, people, the camera people, the transportation people that are getting the cars and all that kind of stuff, stunts, special effects. Um, I've done a lot of genre shows, let's say. Uh, so there's a lot of all those kind of things. I love that right. word, by the way. Genre. genre. See, see? Yeah, Bill, Bill used genre. So on Stranger that, Things... Scott, Scott knows that word. That, 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 <laughs> that really resonates with Neil. But on, on Stranger <laughs> Things, hopefully our audience has seen Stranger Things on yes. the Netflix. Bill worked on mm-hmm. it the first season. Are, so there, are, there, are there any spoiler alerts for this case? No, no, no. So it... Okay. It takes place in the 80s. So mm-hmm. that's that's what Bill is, you know, saying that he needed to make it look like they lived in the 80s from the house, right. the bikes. I mean, the posters yeah. on the wall. I remember you talking about, yeah, right. we got to put posters on a teenager's wall from the 80s. You know, uh, who would be cool? You know, that kind of stuff. Now, Bill, did you, do you use Scott as a reference point to the, for any kind of references to the 80s? Because he is, that that is right in his wheelhouse. It, it, it absolutely is. So, you know, I remember back to your bedroom in, in your bedroom. when I first met you. Oh, and, wow, yeah. You know, and seeing, seeing what you had at, at your old house there in Frederick. So, Cheryl, uh, Cheryl but, Teagues? But that, yeah. So that all does inform so our Scott, you, you, a little bit younger. Scott, you're part of Stranger Things somehow. Yeah, and then no, not well. I am a part of Stranger Things, just not the TV show, Neil. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Bill has uh, moved on and worked. Well, wait a second. You went on a nerd uh, convention cruise type of thing, like one of these Comic Con cruises. And weren't I, you on a panel with uh, like the actors who played Hopper and a couple of the kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have most of the kids. Yeah, that was that was a really strange thing. It was they only did it once but uh um so it's you know a bunch of people that don't normally go out and amongst other people <laughs> trapped on a boat for like a long weekend so and and so most of the other people i mean there were there were a handful of people there were some some people from uh guardians of the galaxy there's some people from walking dead oh, but right stranger things stranger things was kind of the big the, the, the big one and so most of those people didn't 
travel the entire time on the boat. They just sort of showed up in Puerto Rico where we were, uh, and then they flew them back away. But they had me, I, you know, they gave me a free cruise and I could bring my wife. So I went on the cruise. And, what, but what? most of the other people that were there were like uh, comic book artists and writers. They're not guys that go out much either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're just not, you know, because like me, we typically do our work quietly and, and especially in, in, in comic writing and, and drawing by yourself alone. Right. You know, so it's 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 a really weird thing. Uh, I yeah, I got a chance to go talk to and meet a bunch of great comic writers and and you know you. yeah you know so just spend a spend a couple hours of Frank Miller was. Did you get the party uh, with Hopper? Yeah, there was a little after after party because we had there were two there were two like Stranger Things panels. There was one with with uh, the the kids and and me on the end like the the extra guy. Um, <laughs> And then, and then I did like a whole hour and a half just oh, of right. the look of the show. So, I, right. and, and so after yeah, so after that was the uh, was kind of the uh, the the party part of it. So yeah, so, so they were paying more to more to hang out with them than they were to hang out with me. But there was you know like a handful <laughs> of people on the boat that cornered me for you know a good forty five minutes to to pick my brain oh, about oh. it. But you know. Yeah. So, 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 Bill, I um, what I guess Scott, I want to switch gears a little bit. Scott had talked about, um, gave me a little background. We talked about you about about your love, your music that you like, and he gave me some, um, your, your t- top three bands, or he said bands you like was Joe Jackson, Squeeze, mm-hmm. and Todd Rundgren. But before I get to that, I have a question about those three bands. Like, I but I, but before we get that, Hall and Oates and Squeeze at a tour last last mm-hmm. year, is that right, Scott? Yes, correct. I saw them. Yes. Now, would you go see Hall and Oates for the opener or Squeeze for the opener? Um, I like both of them. Jody and I went to see Squeeze as a soul, as a, as a, as a only act a, a year and a half or so ago. So I, you know, I would certainly go see them. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Those, those are my favorites. I guess also the English beat. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the thing. Based on those three, on those three things that Scott gave me, I developed in my head, of course, you have Pandora mixtape for you. So I have three other, <laughs> three other bands that I want, I'm going to say... That I, based on this here, that I'm gonna, and I want you to give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. And based on the English speed, I, I might might have hit something here. All okay. right, so here we go. You ready for um, I'm gonna for Joe Jackson. I'm gonna go to Graham Parker. Uh huh. You like yeah. him? Yeah, absolutely. With and without okay. the rumor. Yeah. Oh, very good. Oh, Scott. Yeah. Oh, I love I love you, brother. He is the original. <laughs> He's awesome. Anybody can talk about the rumor. That's okay with me. But so, mm-hmm. all right, very good. And then all right for this. Now, for Squeeze, I went a little bit differently based on that, but I think the English was there, but how about the, how about the jam? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, my God. Even even to the Style Council, I will go, oh, I will go oh, that well, far. I, yeah. I love this man. Yeah. Okay. And then, all right, for Todd Rugman, which I'm a big Todd Rugman fan myself. Uh-huh. Very and oh, by the way, all these bands were kind of like um, good B level type of things. So I'm, I'm very impressed with that. It's very nice. And um, but so for Todd Rugman, which I love, I'm going to go with Jeff Lynn. Are you at the ELO and Jeff Lynn? I do like I do like them. Yes, very much. Uh, yeah. Scott, can I come over to the next family events? So I I think um, yes, you can. And I think Neil just passed out like a fangirl, like Scarlett <laughs> O'Hara fanning his chest, like oh my, Mister Davis. <laughs> Oh, I've seen I've seen Todd Rundgren a, Rundgren a few times. And last year when Utopia actually ah, formed, Utopia. reunited and, and toured, uh, I, I drug uh, Jody, my wife, to see them as well. So uh, that's so, a yeah. good wife. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, Todd has got. Yeah, because and 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 doing old utopia songs that's a pretty deep cut. Well, now, J- Jody didn't want to see Brian Wilson when he was touring with Al Jardine, so I got to go with Bill, and we got to go see uh, two of the original Beach Boys sing, and that was fabulous. I loved that. She went to go see, like, back with it. She went to go see Todd Rundgren in Utopia instead of Brian Wilson. Brother. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's wrap it up with Bill, but Neil, he's been working on a couple shows, a genre... Once again, the word genre yeah. that you Once love. Again. Oh, stop that! <laughs> <laughs> he's he's worked on a couple comic book shows. One, he was the production designer on Swamp Thing, which is going to be coming to the CW TV network in the fall. Yes, and it's very good. It's very gory. You can catch it on what is it called? DC Universe DC app. Universe. Mm-hmm. If anybody right. still has that, Bill, yeah. can you can you have your, your your guy call our producer Scruffy when that comes out? We'll, we'll promote it that weekend. I, okay, I, I, I can absolutely. Okay. Neil, tomorrow night premieres Star Girl on the CW, and Bill worked yeah. on that whole season as well. Correct? Wow. I did. Yes. So yeah. how how was that on Star Girl? Working on uh, comic book movie uh, or TV shows? It was. Good. Good. They, the thing they're they are they are night and day different though i mean the yeah. one is just like straight up horror people exploding with plants shooting out of their bodies and stuff like that and and people getting torn apart by plants and uh star girl is more uh is is much lighter it's yes. on the lighter side and and so it's kind of part uh part you know teen high school drama and and uh superhero stuff so and it's um it's mostly superheroes that that if you're if you're a real diehard dc comics fan you'll know who they are but otherwise you're gonna kind of learn who they are so and it's the next generation of these characters um, neil you're gonna love this show I, I, can't, I can't wait to see it but that's a good promotion yeah, you, you, you. yeah it's kind of the next generation of these the, these superheroes the next right. generation of, of what's known as the justice society of america which okay. had the original so is, this, is this what like superman's gonna be like 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 the old man the mother guy no, because when we start, most of the old ones are neutralized oh, at, God, at God. best. Yeah, so uh, so you see a little bit. Uh, the The show opens on a, a giant battle against the Injustice League, which is the the bad guys, and so uh, uh, so the good guys are losing terribly. But you oh, see, no. uh, you see, you know, just a glimpse of the of the original Silver <laughs> Age Flash and and the original. This is a good tease. Yeah. No, I just, I just love that that Neil's really trying with this comic book it's, stuff. It's got, He's, it's got, we have a clip. Hey, Bill, do you want to set up the clip? We'll show the clip now. <laughs> sure, absolutely. That would be awesome. All right, we're um we're we're coming up on time. Scruffy's barking at me. But if you want to check out all of Bill's handiwork, you have an IMDb page, correct? Yeah, and I, I, I have an IMDb page and I also have a um a website where you can look at uh, my drawings. Oh and it is uh, Oh awesome. Yeah, it's uh BillDavisdesigner.com. BillDavisdesigner.com. We'll put that out there. That is and it okay. is awesome. I've been there. It's great. Yeah. You can see what he does, making entertainment for you, the masses. Exactly. Thank All right. You, Bill. This was fun. Bill, thanks yeah, so much. I, I, I hope we get to see each other very soon. Um, <laughs> I do too. Because we're going to party hard since we're not having a cruise. I mean, it's going to be off the hook. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Let's give All it right. up for Mr. Bill Davis. 
Thank you, Bill. Take care. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. That was great interview, was wasn't it? Wasn't it fast? But a little bit behind the scenes of uh, wow. some uh, entertainment. I, I I don't know about you. I don't know about you. I felt I felt like I was on the set at, at some points. Well, I have been on a couple of those sets. I know. I know you have. And and by the way, I mean, I'm just I'm still like verklempt about him knowing who Paul Weller was. That's just like that's unbelievable. I seriously thought you were going to faint. I really like was, a little fangirl. I know, I know. But. Uh, so, so next time you two get together, which I guess when they're up, you're coming over and you're going to chat to him about music and he'll love it. All right. Well, what do we got going on next? Well, next is climate change. Wow. Oh. We are way over. This is, wow. this may be our longest episode ever. Wow. This is legit. That, this is a legit reason not to talk about climate change this week, believe it or not. All right. Well, hey, listen, next week we're going to take off for Memorial Day. That's correct. So don't uh, get too upset about it. But you'll have 56 episodes to listen to. Oh, come on. We can take one week off. Oh, my gosh. All right. So no climate change. Uh, what? Just, just what, no really, episode come on, guys, next please, week. Just uh, everybody week. stay safe. Bad. We could live. Have a great Memorial Day. We're all making sacrifices uh, here. Celebrate. Have fun. Is that it? Are we done? Stay Do you have safe. anything else? Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Please share the link, download and listen, spread the word. We're on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us your feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil.